This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, we're going to dive into the world of black powder, or should I say guns. Now, that's a very controversial subject, even to this day. I mean, I remember when I started in the early 80s, you know, it was sacrilege to have guns in your game or black powder or whatever. And they gave the excuse for, of well, if they become more prevalent, then they're going not going to use enough magic and they're going to start making them, you know, mass marketing them and all this other stuff. And I say baloney. I've always said baloney. They're just using an excuse because... I don't know, Gary, Dave, or whoever thought it wasn't very fantasy-like, even though they do have fantasy stories with guns in them. Now, I think you should be able to use them. Their other argument was the fact that plate armor cannot stop a bullet. And my answer to that is, well, if you up the AC on the plate armor, they will, or something like that. You know, there's no no reason why you can't make it. I mean, you got magic in the world. Come on. You know, people, wizards throw fireballs and you can't, you know, you can't deal with that. So, like I said, they were just making excuses. All you other grognards out there, you are just making excuses. Because, first of all, you got to think about this. What do you want to emulate as far as like guns go? What period of time do you want to to do? I mean, you could do anything up to modern day, I guess. If you're doing, you know, you do. We're talking like fantasy right now, okay? Others, other genres like modern supers and all that kind of. They sci-fi. They got guns out the wazoo. But what are you trying to emulate? I know what I'm trying to emulate in my game, which is I like to make it around. Um, you know, around the the time of, I was going to say Victorian, or maybe earlier, maybe late Renaissance, around the time of things like the Three Musketeers 
and things like that because then you can you can get away with those kind of, and that's the kind of technology you know you figure out what the technology is going to be and to me that's perfect you know muzzle loaders cap and ball flint locks you know that kind of thing i can deal with that because back then those guns i mean i'm only going to give them a damage of like a d6 at the most maybe even a d4 if you're dealing with a derringer or something if you have that, because back then it was like a lot of flash and noise. And if you're lucky, you hit the target. But, you know, that's what you do. And also there is no, there is no fast reload. It takes a turn to reload your weapon. This is why my character in the Eberron game carries a bandolero of four flink lock pistols. So he can go bang, drop it, bang, drop it, bang, drop it, bang, drop it. So he can fire every round for like four rounds. And then in, and he's also got a blunder, you know, a big old blunderbuss that he can do. And once all they're empty, they're empty. You wade in with the sword or the, he's also got a crossbow. Or if you have a bow or something like that, you know, if you still want to do ranged, that's what you do. That's what they used to do. And as I've always said before, to me, you can't really have a proper proper pirates without some kind of gunpowder, some kind of some kind of arms, you know, those kind of arms, you know. And if you don't want to deal with black powder, because black powder is fun on the GM side too, because you know, guns can jam, things can back up and explode. And if you don't think that's fun, I don't know what is. And plus, you got like a whole demolitions. You can have, you know, you can have bombs and things like that, you know, um, very crude bombs or what have you. And I've also always liked to play characters who are like demolitions experts. And that's hard to do with a straight fantasy without, without anything like that. So if you don't want to deal with black powder, here's a couple of solutions. One... Do like I do, make everything, make it a steam world, steampunk. And what I mean is the guns are, they are, they're not, they don't use powder. They use, they're basically air rifles, very much more powerful air rifles than these days. But once again, they don't do like a D6 or something like that. And if you want thing, anything bigger, like a cannon, Steam, steam-powered cannons on pirate ships. I could see it. I could see it on that, on battlements and things like that. I can see that along with your, you know, trebuchets and your, those kind of things. And I don't see why that can't be in there too. That's one way to do it. Another way is use the substitute for black powder that's right under your nose, almost, have you ever heard, this is rare, rare occurrences, but have you ever heard of grain silos exploding, flour silos exploding? Flour can explode in the right circumstances. Just up it a lot in your games. Powder or flour, you can use it to make bread. You can use it for gunpowder. So there's nothing wrong with that. And you also get the demolitions. I mean, with, with the steampunk thing, you kind of can get demolitions if you do it right. If you had a combination of the flower and the, the steampunk, it might work better. But uh, 
but yeah, the, the flour is a good way to go. You can do it that way too. Anyway, there's a couple of suggestions for black powder or substitute black powder or whatever, what have you. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. If you want to do a single donation, donation you can go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Or you can go to my PayPal tip jar, which is paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. And I want to thank Jason Saturno, Saturno, for the recent donation to the cause. Thank you very much. And in the meantime, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there is the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognarn podcast that Dan Gregg does. Kevin does the Red Caps, pos- Red Caps podcast. Daniel Norton does the Bandits Keep podcast. We also have Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast. Big John Allen, Large is the Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chats. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.